You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. The majority of Gippslanders voted against including the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice in the constitution, contributing to the clear result for the no vote in Saturday's referendum. Nationally, about 61% of voters were against the proposal, while it didn't gain the majority of support in any of the six states. In Victoria, the no vote won 55% to 45 In the federal electorate of Gippsland, no received 73% of the vote, compared to 27% for the yes vote while no one in the neighbouring seat of Monash, 66% to 34%. In acknowledging the result, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said the government would continue to seek better outcomes for Indigenous people and their children for generations to come. Nationals Gippsland MP Darren Chester, who was against including the voice in the Constitution, said Australians rejected the proposal that would have divided it, but pushed for providing practical help to vulnerable people, particularly those from Indigenous backgrounds. The state government has worked towards ensuring the Latrobe Valley's old coal mines are transformed into safe and stable sites once they retire and result in positive outcomes for the community and region. Energy and Resources Minister Lily D'Ambrosio and Eastern Victoria MP and Water Minister Harriet Shing last week released the first amendment to the Latrobe Valley Regional Rehabilitation Strategy to better reflect the context for coal mine rehabilitation, build on water access guidance and provide more certainty on the rehabilitation approval pathway. Since the strategy's first release in 2020, there has been work done on its implementation, including technical and environmental studies to help guide rehabilitation planning from mine operators. The government is already implementing a new trailing liability scheme to hold mine operators accountable to their rehabilitation requirements. The regulatory framework has also been strengthened to require mine operators to develop more detailed rehabilitation plans, which will ensure more transparent decision-making from government and greater community engagement. With the Yalorn Power Station to close in 2028 and Loyang A in 2035, the amendment allows for the mine operators to apply for surface water access at the same time, meaning the impacts of the projects can be reviewed together. Previously, mine licensees could only apply for water access within five years of their confirmed closure. These new conditions ensure water access for mine rehabilitation will not diminish the water entitlements of existing water uses and values in Gippsland. Following technical studies and stakeholder consultation, the conditions require that any potential access to surface water for mine rehabilitation should be restricted to the wettest times of the year only and avoid impacts to summer and autumn river flows. Mine licensees will only be allowed to take more than they have historically used. This historical use is about 35% less than the volume of water AGL, Alinta and Energy Australia are currently entitled to access as part of their annual power generation activities at the Yalorn and Loyang mines. Detailed applications and assessment by government are required before mine rehabilitation begins. Minister Shing said as planning for mine rehabilitation continued, there would be a range of opportunities for members of the community to have a say and help shape a positive future for the Latrobe Valley. A person has died following a two-car collision at Anderson near Phillip Island Monday night. It's believed the vehicles collided on Bass Highway near Phillip Island Road just after 8pm. The yet-to-be-identified driver and only occupant of one of the cars died at the scene. The male driver of the other car has been airlifted to hospital with serious injuries, while the female passenger has been taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. An investigation is ongoing into the circumstances surrounding the collision. Anyone who witnessed the collision or has footage or information has been asked to phone Crime Stoppers on 1800 000. People have been warned about milk shortages as strike action hits Victorian dairy processors this week. More than 150 Transport Workers Union members yesterday began a 48-hour stop work preventing milk pickups from farmers who supply Saputo. 
Meanwhile, more than 1,400 dairy workers walked off the job yesterday as part of their fight for better pay and conditions. That strike affects workers from Saputo, Fonterra, Peters and Lactalis, with processing sites at Leangatha, Darnham and Longwari among the 14 affected statewide. The United Workers Union said the companies had refused to offer fair wages and improved work conditions amid rising living costs, while Fonterra claimed it put forward a fair and reasonable offer. Work has been completed on a major ramp upgrade at Meetung Shaving Point and a new destination jetty and all abilities access at Lake's entrance. A new two-lane boat ramp with grooved concrete surface and new fixed structure jetty with wave panels and a new floating pontoon at Shaving Point is making boating more accessible for local and visiting boaters. At Lake's entrance, a new destination jetty at the Cunningham Arm will enable boaters to tie up for a quick pit stop or stay for up to 48 hours in designated spaces. Located opposite Bulmer Street, the new jetty is set to bring more visitors to the town centre. An all-abilities accessible gangway will be installed by the end of the year at the nearby Apex Park. Outdoor Recreation Minister Steve Demopoulos said the state government investments would ensure more people could enjoy the Gippsland Lakes region. An estimated crowd of 90,000 people is expected on Phillip Island this weekend for the Australian Motorcycle Grand Prix. The lays are likely heading to and from the island on roads including the South Gippsland and Bass Highways and Phillip Island Road for the three-day event running from Friday to Sunday. It's likely there will be significant delays on Phillip Island Road when leaving Phillip Island on Sunday following the MotoGP and potentially also on Monday. To assist with traffic flow, traffic management will be in place on Phillip Island Road at the Back Beach and Willamai Beach Roads intersections. Motorists and motorcyclists have been advised to plan their journeys ahead and factor in potential delays. The homecoming ride will take place today from San Remo, crossing Phillip Island Bridge on its way to the circuit. Victoria Police will be accompanying riders. To ensure vehicles leave Phillip Island safely and efficiently after the MotoGP on Sunday, the Blue Line road marking system will be in place on the Melbourne-bound lane of Phillip Island Road. The Blue Lane adds an additional lane of traffic for vehicles exiting Phillip Island by utilising the emergency lane, effectively doubling the capacity of the road. This is 1039 Life FM Gippsland.